It's Marcus and Sandy. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Off the Air. More banter, less filter. What does that mean exactly? Not really sure. It's just stuff we talk about off the air. You know we can get a little foul. If you spend any time listening to this podcast, first of all, I apologize. Second of all, you need to move the small children away from the speakers. First of all, you don't have to get foul if you stay foul. (laughs) Second of all, what are we talking about today? Let's see. Uh, I want to get more into this jewelry heist at the metro station in Paris. Some jewel things made off with about a half a billion dollars in jewels, gems, because the two gem dealers decided to take the train back to their hotel. And I'm just baffled. I'm more baffled at how obsessed with this story you are. Can you not? I don't even want to get into it yet. That's fine. I'm but just saying. If you can't piece it together, I mean, it just, it's mind-blowing to me for some reason. Uh, let's see what else. I just told you everything we were going to I had about. movers come over yesterday, oh, yeah. uh, and my house stank really bad at the time, and I want to talk about why and how embarrassed I am about it. Okay. Oh, I want to know if you ever stole something. Yeah. I'm going to ask you that. Have you okay. stolen something? Yes. Yes. More than once? Yes, but it was when I was a teenager. Okay. And then... Uh, and also define stealing. I mean, <laughs> there's levels. We'll get into it. Also, you guys, it's a well-known fact that I don't pass gas in front of my wife. Just trying to keep a little mystery in our relationship. But something crazy happened. I went to extremes trying not to basically blow ass in front of her this morning. I would morning. actually like to start with that because I'm most fascinated with that. Okay, so here's what happened. Every morning, I, I'm so regular, you know this, that I wake up... Um, I, I flip through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook while in bed at 345, four o'clock in the morning. And then I go use the restroom mm-hmm. in the worst way every morning, like clockwork. And since I gotten on this vegetarian kick, uh, it gives you a lot of gas, mm-hmm. like really bad gas. And I'm taking, uh, I'm taking, I'm, uh, using this, um, dairy substitute that's made out of pea protein. And that's just straight gas in a bottle. Right. And you know, I try not to fart in front of my wife. It's just something I know you think I'm weird. It's just something that I do. How long have you guys been married? uh, We've been married for going on six years. Do you think you're going to be able to do that your whole life? I'm going to try as long as I can. And does she ever fart? Because as far as I know, she's just perfect and has no bodily function. Not in front of me. But you know who does is my daughter. My three and a half year old daughter and I make it a game. I rip big ones at bedtime, bath time. Teethbrush time. Daddy's ripping them. She actually tried. My daughter tried to fart in my face the other day. I was wonder where she learned that from. I was literally on the ground trying to work with her magnet tiles, like trying to build stuff. And all of a sudden, I catch out of the corner of my eye this little butt, like trying to squat <laughs> right in my face. And then she yells out, "Daddy, I'm gonna toot on you!" I was like, "Are you kidding?" On my face. Anyway, so I'm in bed and I feel a gigantic some gas coming. And typically, I can clench up and get out of the room. Like, I'll literally fall out of bed and crawl out of the room, close the door, close the bathroom door, and and blow ass. Well, this time, I didn't get out of bed fast enough. And so I quietly just let a huge one go in the bed, and then I didn't know what to do. Was it bad? Oh, it was bad. Well, was she it was, asleep? It was a vegetarian fart. You know, okay, like, I don't, we don't need to go into like that. Like old That's broccoli. Gross. Okay, Christ. <laughs> Marcus. But like, what what it ha- would have happened if I would have went, okay, that's done, and then just gotten out of bed? Well, the whole room would have been like just gassed out. So I just laid there not knowing what to do, and then another one came. So I blew that one too. Is this where you basically are going to tell me you sharded? No, no, I didn't trust him too much. Okay. 
But I, it ended up delaying me like five or six minutes because I just laid there and waited for them to dissipate into the covers. You were afraid of your own farts. I, well, I didn't want to gas her out. Like, can you imagine you're trying to sleep? All of a sudden you catch a whiff, a whiff of what it might be a dead dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? I honestly think if you're married, it's kind of inevitable. I just think at what point are you going to be able to prove, like, I listen, we're all humans. It happens. Hey, I was just doing my best. But then I realized, dude, you're going to be late for work if you don't get out of bed. <laughs> so I just waited. That and... would have been the most bitch excuse to not come to work. Like, <laughs> sorry I was late. I was holding a fart in because I was afraid my wife would hear it. Do you hear how you sound? Not that she would hear it, but that she'd have to smell, smell it. it. She married you. She is. I'm sure she's aware. Oh, of she's what fully you're aware of what I'm capable of because she's walked into the because bathroom She after is me. committed. <laughs> For better or for worse, and there's a lot of worse. <laughs> anyway, all right, so speaking of horrible smells, your apartment. Oh, my God. Yesterday, <laughs> the movers, so I'm moving, right? I'm moving in a week, and I'm, I gave away a bunch of furniture yesterday to charity, and they came to my house, and I came downstairs to get them, and we walked back in, and as soon as I opened my door, it smelled like dirty farts in my house. However, I cooked eggs right before they got there, mm-hmm. and I didn't think anything of it because eggs on this kind of meal plan I'm following are good for you. So right. I'm like, cool, I'll eat some eggs. It's protein, whatever. It smelled so bad that I couldn't stop telling them that. Like, guys, I am so sorry. Like, I and then I like it just never went away. So I felt the need to re-explain myself like every five minutes. Like, you guys, I'm just gonna open a window. Like, I promise you, it's eggs. Like, do you want to see the egg thing in the sink? Because I I wouldn't stop. So at bad least idea. you said something. I can't tell you the number of times you go over to somebody's house that you throw open the window, the door. You're like, oh god. You gotta say what, something. What just happened in here? I was talking about this uh, this week when my dad cooks with the most vile stuff I've ever smelled. I'd never heard of it. What are prawns in Spanish, Jose? Camarones. Yeah, uh, it was camarón molido. You ever heard of this? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. ground up shrimp, and it smells like dead fish, like horribly, horrible, like literally will make your eyes water. Ugh. And then he'll pair that with like overcooked broccoli. Or that like, is like the worst of everything oh. at the same time. And then old Mexican cheese. Oh, God. And then, and then people will come. Hoser, you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Oh. And then people will come over and you're like, oh, that's my dad. He lives downstairs. Old people can't smell. He's <laughs> old like 80. People, old people can't smell. Oh, my God. It's scientifically proven. Old people cannot smell. That's the issue. Anyway, sorry. I think they just tap out and don't care anymore. Well, there's that, too. And you know what? I can't wait to be that person, too. When you get through a certain amount of life, you're over it. No, you're right. So check this out. My parents helped me two nights ago, right? Uh And we're packing up stuff and whatever. And I had this bottle of Riesling that I didn't want. And I'm like, do you guys want it? Sure. So I'm bringing some stuff for Goodwill to their car and also a couple things I gave them. Well, what did I find? Two bottles of Riesling in this box. I did not give my dad two bottles of Riesling. Oh. And I pulled this other bottle up, which was a beautiful bottle. Uh-huh. And they're getting into their van ready to drive away. I'm all, um, hey, dad, <laughs> what's up with this other bottle of Riesling? And he goes, what? I'm all, so are you taking that home with you? He goes, I thought you didn't want it. I'm all, no, I think you know exactly what you did. You hoped I wouldn't notice that you took a bottle. <laughs> That's exactly what just happened. Oh, no, Sandra, it's just because we were drinking Riesling and I thought you didn't want it. I'm like, no, daddy, just ask. And then I'm like, this is so shady. Like, my dad just tried to steal a bottle of wine from my house. That's what old dudes do. It is? Yeah. What does that even mean? You haven't lived until you've seen the look on your dad's face and he's trying to decide whether or not he's going to lie to you or tell the truth. 
So my dad lives downstairs. I'm kind of his uh, landlord, his landlord slash health shepherd, right? I have to keep an eye on him. And I caught him the other day on the security cameras going through my wine stash and grabbing a bottle. What? Yes. And he does this intermittently. So, like, I have expensive wine in the garage and I have cheap wine in the garage, right? I have the day-to-day drinkers and then I have the the somebody important or somebody special coming over drinkers. And my dad likes to drink red wines. And I've told him before, like, listen, man, you want a bottle of wine? Just ask me. But this guy will just go down there and grab bottles. I will find $50, $60, $70 bottles of wine half drunk in the refrigerator. Like, like would kill me to see that. Right, right, right. So I bought a bottle from this new place in Half Moon Bay. I, I put it downstairs in the garage. And then my I get home and, my, and the wife goes, hey, listen, so your dad was in your stash. I saw him <laughs> on the cameras. I go, what? I'm reviewing the cameras. There he goes. He goes into my stash. He's looking around. He grabs the bottle I just bought, takes it back to his pad. So I go downstairs. I knock on the door. Never asked. I, no, never asked. I see it on the counter all corked up because he only drank like a glass and then he corked it up. And I take it into his room and I just look at him and I held it up and I just pointed at it. And I go, pues que paso away? And he looks at me and he has this look of like a 12-year-old boy that just got caught. That's what my dad had. He's trying to decide whether he's going to tell me the truth. And he kind of half smiled and he goes, well. <laughs> I know, my dad goes, I just assumed, Sandra, I'm like, Daddy, just ask. You know I'm going to say yes. And that's what I told him. I go, look, Pop, I'm going to do you a favor. I go, and I lied to him. I said, this is an $80 bottle of wine. I wanted him to feel bad. It was only about <laughs> 35 bucks. But I wanted him to feel badly. And uh, he goes, oh, my God, mijo, I'm so sorry. I go, look, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i leave you a stash of wine you can drink whenever you want. Mm-hmm. So he has his box in the garage now. Keep your hands off my stuff. He's literally like a little kid or a, or a, a pet. Where you're like, this is your stuff. You have to, yeah, you have to ration it. Don't touch my stuff. My dad is so funny because this is like random, but mm-hmm. I was, you know how I watch My Big Fat Fabulous Life? Yes. And Whitney is the main person Whitney on the show. Thor. Whitney Thor, yeah. And she's uh, a big girl, and I really relate to her because I feel like I'm the same girl. Like, we all have our stuff. But she really owns it, which right. I love about her. Well, her dad signed her up for a 5K in Hawaii. They okay. all went on a big vacation. But when they got there, he said, oh, um, there's been a mix-up. It's actually an 8K. I think he 100% lied Did to it her. Did on purpose? Yes. Why would, why would a dad do that? Um, I, because I think he even said, I was afraid if you knew you wouldn't do it Okay. because she's got problems with her feet and she barely made it this time. But, but she basically said she did it because she wanted to make her dad happy. And it's like this really sick thing I've been thinking about is are all girls just trying to get their dad's approval? Cause I can even tell yeah. my dad is like, like I'm trying to lose weight and he's so vocal about me doing it. That I almost wonder, like, am I less of a person to you since I've gained weight? Am I less of a daughter? Am I, am I, are you, are you not proud of me or do you like me less now that I'm heavier? Do men inherently have something in them that turns them off, even from a family member when they get bigger, no. if it's a woman? Here, no, here's what happens. Here's, here's what I think his thought process is without having spoken, speaking to your dad. I believe that he this is his way of encouraging you mm-hmm. because he knows that being heavier bothers you. Mm-hmm. He knows that it upsets you. He knows that it messes with you. 
He doesn't want to see you upset. He wants to see you happy. I wish he would tell me that because the problem is he doesn't tell me things like that. Mm -hmm. But then he's really vocal when it comes to me losing weight and trying and like supportive. So I'm like, well, that's great that you're supporting me when I'm trying to lose weight. But how about you encourage me when I'm feeling like shit or something? But maybe this is his only way he knows how. I don't know. The other part of it is potentially he blames himself for maybe some genes that he's given you. Mm. I know you've talked about this before. Could be. Right. So he blames himself. Right. And he inherently wants and he feels like what he gave you makes you unhappy. If my daughter has mm. high cholesterol and diabetes and high blood pressure, I will blame myself because my wife is a picture of health, mm-hmm. enough uh, that it's annoying and irritating, um, and I'll blame myself if she develops all these same problems that uh. I have. So so I think that's part of it. I think that, I think A, he blames himself for, for some of the body issues that you have, um, and then he knows it makes you unhappy to be heavier than you, than you want to be, mm-hmm. um, and he's trying to encourage you in the only way that he knows how. Because at some point, we reach an age where our parents just don't connect to us as much anymore. Yeah, they never were really big talkers. Yeah. I, I wish I could have more honest conversations with my parents. I feel like he's doing his best, and I feel like, like when you draw it out of him, does that work? I think if my mom weren't around and it were just me and dad having a heart-to-heart, yeah. he would be more vocal. Yeah. I don't know why that is. I just because we get beaten down over the years. (laughs) I think so. I'm serious. I think you're right. But the funny thing is, we all went out to dinner after they helped me with my stuff. Right. And my dad, his salad came out first. Did he even wait for us to eat? Nope. He scarfed that thing down so fast. I'm like, no, it's cool, Dad. We'll just <laughs> we'll just sit here and watch you eat. It's now no that I can't deal. explain. I know. I don't no, know what that's laugh. about. I'm like, this is so ridiculous. But anyways, <laughs> what else? Are we we're getting so off topic today. What, Real quick, you, I just yes. want to ask you. Speaking of your dad stealing your riesling and my yeah. dad stealing my booze, have you ever stolen anything? When I was little, I stole stuff. Uh, define little. I mean, like teenager, I would steal things all the time. And all right. look, look, every job I've ever had, you, you take your luxuries, right? What do you take? You take a pen, you take some paper. That doesn't count. In my eyes, that does not count. I will take crap from our office as much as I can. I don't know why I was thinking about this. The, the biggest thing that I remember stealing was was the, the condoms. Yeah, Which that's I've, normal. I've told you about before. Is that normal? When you're a teenager, I think it is. Yeah. I went into Safeway once. I had a leather jacket on and I put tons of shit in the pockets. Tons of shit. I just shoved it all in there and I walked out. Like what? I, I don't remember. Candy bars, just teenager stuff, maybe mm-hmm. even condoms. I don't remember. But I was on a mission to steal stuff and they followed me out and I could feel them walking closer to me. So I walked right back in. I put everything back. Oh, wow. I was paranoid. I was paranoid. But yeah, other than that, I don't remember anything crazy I've ever really stolen. I'll never forget walking out of the Payless pockets full of stolen condoms, seventh grade. And oh my god, I thought you were talking about Payless shoe source. I'm no, like, no, How no, no. Payless shoes? that became thrifty. Yeah. Um, and he and I'll never forget the words. Have you neglected to pay for some merchandise? Pulls out badge, takes you to the back, calls your parents over condoms. Huh. And then everybody at school found out. That was that day when I told you they... Did you become cooler after that? No. In fact, I became an outcast or a leper. In fact, somebody took a, a Sharpie and scribbled rubber lover, condom stealer on all my stuff. Really? Yeah, on all my books, my trapper keeper. Were you even my getting laid folder. then? Seventh grade? Absolutely not. So they I were just, just hopeful? I was just fascinated by condoms. I don't know why. I wanted to make water balloons out of them. Put them over they bananas. They were like contraband. Yeah. My parents had an old pack when I was little, and I remember it was like '70s because mm-hmm. like they had afros, and I was it was a silhouette, and I was so like so fat, like it was like treasure, like oh my god, what is this unspoken <laughs> thing in the top drawer? Ew, there's one missing. What's up with Ew. that? 
I know, totally. We literally had to move out of state after that. I told my parents, like, I went home and I'm like, we have to move because I could not go back to school. And we literally moved to Texas the very next year. Because you stole condoms? No. It that was is just, overdramatic. It was just luck. But I was able to come back a year later exonerated. Marcus, that's kind of a bitch story. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a true story. I'm I sorry. Know, but that's not like... You know what? It's not like you're an outlaw. You stole condoms from the drugstore. And got caught. I didn't. I wasn't sitting here telling you I'm some sort of freaking cowboy. I, well, you made it sound like it. We got we to gotta move, you guys. Got to move. No, it wasn't we have to move because we're one step in front of the federales. It was we have to move because they won't stop beating me up at school. Oh, okay. You're an I know. I'll give you a half a point for that, but not a full one. Sorry, you did not earn my full point. We don't even have time to talk about the jewel heist Well, in that was Paris. boring anyways. Why don't we talk about that Monday? If you're excited about that, we'll talk about it next week. All right, very good. Listen, have a great weekend. <laughs> this has been a fun podcast. Stay dry. It's going to be wet. It's going to be rainy. Yeah. If you're going up to Tahoe, God bless you and good luck. Yes. I'm so lucky I went last weekend. Ugh. If you're going up without the kids, stay wet. Don't stay dry. Holler. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon with another podcast.